0: Those hard moments when you, you kind of able able to take a step back and be like, yeah, this is hard, but like, there's so much good coming out of it.
1: All right. We'll be talking about here. We're talking season two, everybody. Season two of the Restoration Club podcast. You've got me and Danny in the place to be. Super excited for 2024 and all that's going to come up. But not only that, but we have somebody special in the clubhouse tonight. We have the number one Sacramento Kings fan in the world, <laughs> Shane Wood, a.k.a. the only Sacramento Kings fan in the Restoration Club. <laughs> we're, we're happy to have him here. Shane, we couldn't be happier. Uh, Shane is in a different time zone than us, but we'll let him introduce himself to you. So, Shane, tell us about yourself.
0: Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on. It's like, feels like an honor when I got the text and you guys were, um, wanted to have me on. It's like, man, a lot of pressure, but yeah, um, Jane Wood, uh, 26, currently in, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. And so, uh, wife, uh, married to my wife, Josie. We've been married. I was just thinking about it today. It was like, uh, basically coming right up on a year and a half. Nice. And so it's flown by crazy to think that it's already been a year and a half, but. Um, yeah, grew up, uh, mostly in Montana, um, big family, uh, have, um, four or four brothers and an older sister and, um, yeah, just, uh, currently working in a family business, uh, do some roofing, um, moved it down here to Arizona, uh, wife's in law school down here, uh, coach high school basketball. So right now is like in the thick of it. So every day is like, uh, leave the house early, get back, you know, kind of leave when it's dark, get back when it's dark kind of thing. So, uh,
1: really busy right now, but yeah, excited to be here. That's awesome. Who, uh, how's the team this year? Talk to us a little bit.
0: Yeah, good. It's a, it's a, it's a change of pace from, from Montana. So last year I, uh, was my first year as a varsity head coach. And so then, you know, we felt like God was kind of calling us down here. That's where she, uh, where Josie wanted to go to law school. And so now I'm back to, I'm coaching, uh, coaching at a really great school, Scottsdale Christian and, uh, head coaching JV and, uh, assistant coaching varsity. So it's, it's been, uh, a, a, a really good learning experience. So we've had a, we've had a kind of a roller coaster of a year. We've had, um, some families move right before the season and lost some players. And we've had, um, yeah, we've had coaches have to take some time off for different, uh, personal you know, reasons and that, some stuff like that. So, um, but it's been really good. It's been cool to see, um, just how God works through when, when the craziness of life happens. So, um, That's awesome. yeah, His faithfulness
1: has been everywhere. Amen. What, what's what, what city are you guys in?
0: Uh, we're just we're just outside Phoenix, so we live in Goodyear. So, okay. and and then Coach in Scottsdale, so it's like a thirty-five, yeah. forty-minute drive every day, and depending on traffic, and yeah, so all those learning experiences too, I like it. with traffic yeah. in a big city.
2: I feel like I got to jump in here. Aside from you know swinging the sticks with you, Shane, and and obviously again yeah. as an athlete, we'll just go ahead and call it now. I don't think I knew yes. basketball was in the background. How far back does that go?
0: Yeah, it goes, uh, all the way back to, um, being the youngest and having three older brothers and getting pounded in the driveway and running in and complaining to mom and dad about being bullied by my three older brothers. But, um, yeah, just really my whole life, um, growing up playing, um, yeah, played in high school, played, uh, played a little bit in college. And, um, that's kind of, um, yeah, it's just been kind of a consistent thing all throughout my life. So yeah.
2: Love it. So first year in Arizona, uh, you know, the, this podcast might come out by the time we're in the thick of it. Is there anticipation for yourself on a uh, waste management open? Or are you, are you going to make it out there? Yeah, I'm definitely going to try. Um, I have a couple,
0: a couple people that I've been talking to that have tickets and um, trying to figure out the dates, but it's kind of, it kind of falls right on our last season or last week of regular season for basketball. So, um, obviously I'd, I would probably be able to make it to like Sunday, but that's also not, uh, not exactly easy to make happen when, when it's as, as big and popular as it is here. So we're going to sure. try. We're going to try.
1: That's awesome. I was just yeah. seeing somebody was saying like they view this is a, an opinion of someone, but they view, the waste management is like the second best golf tournament, even including majors outside of the masters and just a, such a, a, a thing yeah. moving. I mean, it's the popularity of that thing has popped off. I mean, shout out to the 16th hole and all the fun stuff, but it's amazing mm-hmm. to see what's going on with that tournament out there.
0: Yeah. It's uh it's, it's been interesting to be kind of, it's my first time being somewhere where there is not only a tournament, but such a popular big tournament. And, uh, yeah, it's funny. You can, like, you can feel it kind of building and you see, start to see more stuff everywhere and advertising for different things. So,
2: um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's definitely growing in popularity. So I guess I'll go ahead and ask both of you, what would the feeling be stepping up on that 16th t grandstands stadium surrounding the hole? Yeah. I mean, if it, if if my tee shot went
0: anything like the, the tee shot at, uh, the first day of restoration club, the, the would probably not go well. So um, just try and probably kind of one of those blackout moments where you're just like standing up there and you don't even know where the ball goes. You don't even know what, you can't feel your body, anything like that.
1: <laughs> I would, I would say for me, man, there's ice water in these veins. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, I'll, But I'll be no, honest, maybe. it's the only good, it's the only good shot I'd probably hit the entire time. Like four yeah, pot Yeah. After getting on into that kind of thing, so it would it would yeah. end up with a double bogey guaranteed, no matter what would happen. So, pretty excited about that stuff. But I love that. How about you, Danny? What What do you think? How do you? You seem always cool under pressure.
2: You would like to think so. No, I think Shane hit on it. I could probably get up there and stand over the ball and feel like I I can't feel my arms or my legs at the same time. So
1: yeah, that's awesome.
2: We, we try to give it a smooth swing and put it out there. Yeah,
1: that's right. I love it.
2: So, so Shane, actually, you go, go, go ahead. You talked about, you know, even entering a basketball season, obviously you just made a, a big life move in the last year. Yeah, You hit on God's faithfulness and just the the steadfastness in the midst of change. Where yeah. does that lens come from for you? And what does that kind of look like in, in making that big of a transition recently?
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's kind of funny. We've had, you know, I've, i would kind of moved around a decent, a bit or a decent bit growing up. Um, Whereas my my wife was, you know, born born and raised in the same city in Montana, um, and kind of had always been there, and so um, we've throughout our relationship and the first part of being married, we've had a lot of different changes that have happened, and um, I probably handle change a little bit better than her. Like she, you know, don't even say the word change. Like it, it, <laughs> she loves the consistency, but. Um, I think it's just been really cool to We've been able to kind of have kind of find a, a really good foundation of people who have made it really easy, um, kind of found some community and, um, we've just felt kind of a sense of, um, I guess I would say peace, just like knowing that even though there's, there's been some difficulties and some challenges of being somewhere new and definitely feeling growth in a lot of, um, areas for both of us, but just seeing like, just kind of that piece of knowing this was what God wanted us to do. And this is where we're supposed to be at this time. Um So even in those hard moments when you, you kind of able, able to take a step back and be like, yeah, this is hard, but like, there's so much good coming out of it. Hmm. And, and so I guess that's kind of just been our overwhelming feeling of like, it's hard, but it's good. And you need that sometimes.
1: Well, I, I think that whether it's me, Danny, you, I think thousands of people can resonate with the idea of having to take scary steps and yeah. you have to, yeah you have to take a move or make a move and figure it out as you go. And you're kind of building the plane as you fly kind of scary stuff, but that's really where our faith gets challenged. Not only, um, you know, for us to say God is the direction to go, but then how do we proceed together in that? You know, with her being mm-hmm. more like, Hey, I like the stable, it's always been the same. I'm not a huge fan of change, and you're like, I'm a little bit more used to it. You get to kind of come alongside her and help with that. But she can also come alongside you and stabilize, right? And say, yeah. Hey, let's 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 create some longevity for this thing. So I think there's something really to be said about people having to take steps of faith and having, mm-hmm. like you said, people around them to do that thing. That's really powerful.
0: Yeah. I think it's in it's in big ways and small ways. Um Over my shoulder, you can't see it, but we have a monthly calendar that she's got everything written on. It's very not me, but she, you know, she likes to. Hey, this is happening on this day. Yeah. So, yeah, it's that those those big things and small things.
1: I like that, that she unique. puts out in the open because you can't make an excuse and say, "Oh, I forgot. I didn't know about 100%. that." It's like, no, it's right there. You, you walk past yeah. it. Yeah,
2: you, you you don't act like you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the quintessential. That's my house too. She's got everything <laughs> on the calendar and she always said, did you look at it? No. Yeah. I was just assuming I knew what was going on today. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's right. We all, we all, it's, it sounds funny. It sounds like we all married the same person. <laughs> uh, th- thankfully, we have people who can get us uh, two places on time, mm-hmm. uh, even in scrambles, because we forgot about it. So that's really exciting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Amen.
2: Um. Shane, so you talked about, and, and you know, I know everybody has probably been through this, I would wish it on nobody getting to a new place and trying to build community, but yeah. that's something we certainly want to talk about um, and what we're trying to build here. Uh, so I'll, I'll just jump in and ask, what what was your first touch point to Restoration Club? And obviously, you got to be a little more integrated a few months back before the end of the mm-hmm. year, too.
0: Yeah, so I think, as I think about it today, I think my first um, kind of... I guess touch point of or time seeing it was um, I think i had followed Jeff on, on Instagram and As we all kind do. of by, yeah, kind of by following him, um, kind of saw something, oh, restoration club. And I was like, that sounds kind of interesting. And kind of, you know, then I think I followed the account and, and kind of saw what it was about. And I was like, man, this is like, this is really cool. You know, there's all these little, niche kind of golf things that I feel like we all get into but you know being believers you kind of are always um you're looking for something that kind of has that like um I guess that base to it and that foundation because there's there's so many different you know communities to be a part of and not always shared values um especially on the on the golf course um with different ways that some people like to be on the golf course and so um but I think that was kind of the first thing. And I just was like, ever since I saw, you know, following anyone who um, was tagged in anything and then kind of just slowly built kind of that community through different people on Instagram, which, yeah, led to me being um, at Builders' Cup. So.
2: We'll talk through that. I know you got a chance to be there. Um, yeah. You know, I love the fact that I was unaware of you, had not met you before, yeah. met you on the putting green even before the fact, and was just trying to fully digest this young gun, Shane Wood coming all the way over from Arizona to North yeah. Carolina to play some golf with a group of guys that he hadn't, hadn't met before. So take us through, yeah. I guess, that headspace and that decision. And then what it was like once you got there.
0: Yeah, it was, it was kind of funny. Um, I guess it maybe just speaks to my, was that my mindset, but I was like, Hey, there's this thing that like, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be like-minded people. And it's an excuse to go somewhere really cool, play some golf. And, you know, really beyond that, I didn't think too much of it. Um, I had kind of, I, Jeff was really kind of the only person that I had talked to, um, before getting there and it kind of messaged with him and kind of was interested in it. And he was like, yeah, you need to come out and that would be great. And, um, and I didn't really think too much of it until, until I got there and was meeting everyone. I was like, okay, like, there's, there's a lot of people from here from North Carolina not a lot of, not a lot else. Um, you know, before getting there, I got connected with, uh, with rocket man and, 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 Nick, they were, they ended up picking me up on the morning of, cause I was staying somewhere kind of by the airport. And so, um, yeah, it was kind of interesting. I like showed up and I was like, okay, I guess I'm the, I guess I'm the odd man out. That's not, you know, from right around here. And, uh, yeah, I guess beyond that, I just didn't really think too much of it, but it turned out to just be a super awesome experience. Everyone was, uh, so overwhelmingly welcoming and immediately felt just connections of so many different people. And, um, that only grew over the, the couple days of being there.
1: Well, I think, I think it's cool that like you mentioned like from around here, but I honestly, we started to peel it back and there's, Nick and Nick and Merb are from the Space Coast of Florida. Kevin yeah. Matley's—he's from up there in Chicago. We've got you out yeah. there in Arizona. Yeah, Danny and I are kind of localized with Dave. Yeah, and a couple of them, some yeah. other guys who are out there. But you start to realize like people are making this move to be at this thing. Like yeah. in the middle of like nobody knows where Asheboro, North Carolina is. And if you're in yeah. if you're in North Carolina, you only know Asheboro because that's where the zoo is. And so you're like, oh, the state zoo is in Asheboro. and you don't realize that there's this absolute gem of a golf course yeah. in tot hill farm it's just yeah so tell tell us what your impression of tot hill was oh
0: my goodness it was uh it was everything i hoped it would be and so much more and um like anything it's uh, it becomes so much better to experience a place like that when you do it with people who you enjoy being around and that kind of, that sounds kind of funny to say because there's a bunch of people that I hadn't met but it was very quickly like, I'm really glad that I'm here with these people. Um, yeah, Tothill was just gorgeous. I mean, views for days. So many, so that routing was just so interesting. Um, seeing how they were able to patch it together and bring kind of the Strand's design back to life a little bit. And um, yeah, I just, I was like, going to, between that back and forth of like, I just want to take it in and enjoy it. But I also want to like have my phone out and take a picture and videos of like everything. Um so That back and forth was kind of, kind of interesting throughout the day, but luckily we had a lot of very talented people on cameras. So I didn't have to, didn't have to worry about it. <laughs>
2: true. Very true. Yeah. I was going to say quick shout out Todd Hill farm. Anybody listening to this, if you have not been there yet fully restored in the last year, as Shane said, a Mike Strand's design, a- unbelievable layout and yeah. kind of off the beaten path. But if anybody's headed to the American Home of Golf in Pinehurst, go, go about an hour south and, and uh, you're going to want to check that out.
1: Yeah. incredibly.
2: So then, Shane, obviously you, you know, got to North Carolina to take part in uh, Builders Cup and a Restoration Club event. Where did the game start for you? What was the entry point to, to playing? Um
0: i played i i i guess I would say kind of like growing up kind of like some like most people you you know you play maybe once or twice a summer and um go with your dad or whatever and so played very kind of sparingly growing up um and then there was about uh a year or so or like a little bit under a year where I was living in Salt Lake City, and I was there kind of i was living just with a friend of mine we were working on um starting like a sports media company thing that ended up kind of, kind of falling apart. Um, but I really got started like there just going and I would go to the range by myself. I had like just a thrown together bag and, um, it just kind of became something to do. And it kind of just became like a place to go and kind of check out and be by myself and just, um, yeah, it was just really relaxing and kind of, um, through that just kind of, Continued and um, built kind of year off, year by year, and kind of um, ended up getting one of my older brothers. Kind of he had played kind of a little bit more, kind of sparingly um, with uh, Grandpa, and um, got him back into the game. And um, so it just kind of built from there into where where it is now, which is like a border, you know, borderline unhealthy obsession type thing. So you know. Like all of us, I guess.
1: Well, if that's what it sparingly looks like with your swing, that's pretty ridiculous. I'm pretty mad at you for the fact that you crush oh, a ball the way you do. And it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Um I just I we you and I played uh at Talamore on that mm-hmm. Sunday and um, you know, with Ward and Murb and it was just such a I don't know, such a fun it wasn't even just about the fun part of the golf course or even just even playing golf, I think it was just the the fun of the easiness of it all. It was like mm-hmm. so casual and laid back and connecting. And again, we had just met twenty four hours earlier, <laughs> and it was like, ah, right. oh, this is cool. We, we were we were housed up at the old church at Pinehurst. Like, oh yeah, this is this is great. Next thing you know, we're at breakfast. Next thing you know, and within twenty four hours, it's like you create these lifetime bonds. And that's only guys. We can only give credit to God in this. Like, there's no no other people connect that way. Um, other than when the spirits are tied together and saying, Hey, you're, you're my people. And so I really appreciate that, that we were able to have that connecting time together just because it was, it was just fun, man. It was like all these crazy things happening and the course itself was wild. And just it was, it was such a, man, you look back at how fast the weekend was, but it felt like so much happened over the course of that time, which again, connect us back and forth to all these pieces. So it was awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how that happens. And I couldn't agree more. It's just when, when you, when you share values and you have that just connected piece and almost, you know, just the spirit of God is kind of in a way on the whole weekend and just connecting people. It's a, uh, yeah, you're like, you walk away, and you're like, Oh yeah. I actually only spent like, I've only been around these people for like a couple of days, but I feel so connected. I mean, I haven't. Haven't talked to you guys very much since since we left, you know, here and there. But as soon as you guys popped up on the screen, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah,
1: Yeah. It feels like just picking up with old friends, you know. Yeah, which is yeah, very cool. That's 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 that is the the Restoration Club. Uh, It is the ability for people to feel connected, um, to be connected, and to know that we're connected with a greater mission than just golf. Golf is a beautiful game. And the beauty of it is only met in the creation of everything, which is all in the, all in the beginning of God making it all. And here we are getting to do this together, whether it was following a Instagram post from Jeff early on or somebody catching that video that still gets a ton of play. It's wild. Like people still watch that original video we ever put out and it still draws them in to follow, to join discord, to mm-hmm. be a part of this thing that, that sometimes they don't even know what it is, but they just want, they're craving, they're hungry. They're like, I love golf. I love jesus yeah let's do this thing so i'm, I'm glad you need to be a part of that uh that metamorphosis that we're going through of in the cocoon stage into this blossoming butterfly that's just a beautiful thing i'm, yeah. I'm poetic tonight boys very poetic Which, i just yeah,
0: gonna say like <laughs> a notebook and some <laughs> pens and write down some of these lines i
1: love
2: it ryan you kind of hit on and Shane. you hit on a little bit too uh, not to put you on the spot i mean it, to anybody listening to this i feel like we've always we continue to remind ourselves of what this really is and seeing how many people are getting involved or just showing interest. I mean, what would you tell to anybody based on what you said previously of it's just not either common in the golf community. And the flip side of that, I think that I always remind myself of is, you know, no matter where people are on their faith journey, it feels like there's a lot of guys out there that are willing to say, Hey, I'll go play four hours. I'll I'll hop out on a golf course and meet some guys. So, um, I mean, what would you say to those guys in in terms of guys looking for a community um, or maybe just curious about, you know, where they are in their their faith journey as well?
0: Yeah, I would say, you know, I I would describe myself as somewhat of an introvert and I would describe myself as, you know, I'm totally fine to go to the range by myself or go play nine, go play 18 by myself. Um, But I think that there's... There's also something hardwired in us that looks for community and craves it. And sometimes harder for guys, I think, to get out of just the rut of whatever habits you've created. Um, and so I think whether you're, um, someone who's, you know, been, been a believer for a long time or you're someone who's just new to faith, like, what better thing to get out and have something that you can go spend time with guys um, that share the same values and you just have that that something to bond on rather than just like meeting someone and you're like, hey, let's go get coffee, which is great. But sometimes that can be um, just meeting someone or guys for the first time that can be somewhat intimidating. But if you have something like golf, it, it just, I think, becomes... You know, something with Restoration Club that God is using as a vessel to impact lives. So it's like, kind of makes it easy, I guess would be my thing. Like, but just, you just got to take the jump. And, you know, that's kind of what I, what I tried to do, I guess, with Restoration Club.
1: For sure. You're expanding, expanding the footprint out there. You know, we, we were essentially born and bred in Tennessee and North Carolina and moving around this country and across this world of people finding out about this, meeting up with it, you know, just. I mean, we just had a bunch of guys converge on Cabot Citrus down in in Florida Mm. and for another unbelievable meetup. Uh, But it it was just like that same type of energy of people craving connection. And some of those guys honestly aren't believers. But the fact is, is they were there and they couldn't help but know. I know this. They couldn't help but see the difference in guys as they connect in. And that's the thing that somebody would draw someone in in a second. And it, it makes complete sense in how this how this works so well. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could feel that just you, that kind of
0: connectedness of, you know, the difference of some of the restoration stuff is you, you know, say like you get, you get in a cart with someone and they're asking you about, you know, how's life going or how's, you know, how's your wife or how's the kids. And, you know, it's just those kind of things, that intentionality that so many people in the restoration club community have so much deeper than, you know, I mean, there's, there's times I've played golf with people that I, that I know, or people that are maybe, you know, someone I'm meeting for the first time and, um, they're totally fine to like, not talk for the whole, you know, the whole round, like everyone's just can be in their own world. But when you find people who have that same intentionality, like it's Mm -hmm. a, it could, yeah, it's a special thing.
1: That's good. That's a good word.
2: I've definitely been in those rounds before where all you hear is a good shot or you'll find that. And it's a completely different round when you actually get to lean in a little bit and and Ryan, you hit on it too. And Shane, you started too as well. And and just to peel back the onion a bit more. I mean, we also heard about the meetup at at Cabot Citrus Farms and it wasn't just guys getting together to play the game. There was moments where, you know, together on a tee box, the guys prayed over a guy um, who had a, a family member that recently went through a heart attack. And then, Another guy, let's just be real, had had someone close that had committed suicide um, not too long before that. And so I love the mentality that it's not just guys coming together to play the game, but they feel safe enough to bring those things to the group, too, um, and feel like it's a a community that wants to pray over those things. And I I think those are the things when you walk away from the round, you probably remember playing together, but you remember that just as much um and you're probably going to have similar moments right going through life where you're going to want to bring those things back up to to that same group of guys um you know beyond scheduling the next round hmm.
0: yeah yeah i think it 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 kind of brings something to to mind about i think it was ryan who had said it when we were i think might have been when we were on the back porch um at at tot but i think he had just said like you know there's there's guys who here who are meeting for the first time, or maybe they had met for the first time at the first builders cup. But if you had something serious happening in your life or you had an emergency, like these would be some of the people that you reach out to, whether it be for prayer or needing something. And, um, that was my experience. Like you're saying, but you know, those end up being the people that you go back to when you have things. And I think, um, Kind of strange to say for with people that I only met for one extended weekend, but if I had something like I would probably go to, you know, some of these people that I, that I met at restoration, but at the builders cup. So, um, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I, when, when are we doing the Arizona meetup? Let's get it. Let's get, let's, yeah, let's, let's make happen.
0: it. <laughs> if you guys can handle the heat, we can get some cheap tea that's, times.
1: <laughs> I don't have, that's right. That's exactly. It's almost like free guys. Just go out there and just don't die. That's the only rule. Just don't, don't die. Just make it to the next water stand. You'll be all right. You know, one thing I did want to, you know, you were talking about like the, the way the community can lean on each other in RC. And I think it's okay to share the story. I just know that there was a guy who wanted to go to the last thing and he's in ministry and the Money was tight because some things happened with kids and all this other stuff. And the community just band, you know, banded around that and guys were like throwing money in to get this guy there and he got to plan an amazing experience and be a part of it. So it's like such a cool, a cool opportunity for us to demonstrate how important community is. And again, how some people had no idea who the person was or they didn't have any idea. They just knew that there was need. And that's the type of people we have in the club. Is like, this is the, this is an all inclusive piece, but there are, there are people who are all about others first, and that's just a model we get from Jesus. So I love that we carry that out so well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Should we, should we go to it? Is, is that where we're at right now?
1: I f- man, we're, we're getting meaty, but we always got to get to this question. You know that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. So Shane, obviously this is one we always want to ask everybody what is your favorite memory on a golf course, not involving a golf club?
0: Involving the golf club. I think, um, obviously I've listened to the, I've listened to the podcast, so I knew this was coming. So it's like the big million dollar question that you, you've, you've got to have an answer for. Um, I was just thinking about it and I think, um, back in Montana before we moved, um, probably five minutes from my house was just this little kind of local muni, just, a a city course. Um, and one of my, my older brother who kind of, we ended up playing a lot over the past couple of years, um, getting back into the game. Um, he didn't live too far for me. So a lot of times like towards the end of the day, we would meet up, um, and basically just, you know, play twilight, get as many holes in as we can. Um, but we always like to walk, um, cause su- summers in Montana are like, are just, they're so perfect and amazing. Um, and you just get a a lot of days you're kind of playing in that perfect temperature where it like feels like there's no temperature mm-hmm. um but he he had um or has for the past couple of years kind of been going through some some difficult personal stuff and um so golf kind of became like this area that we could bond, but it kind of became um i guess kind of. Yeah. Just an area that we could bond and that things could kind of get put to the side for a minute. And so when I was thinking about it, uh, I, I would say I don't have one singular moment, but I have all of these moments that are pieced together and connected with each other of walking down a fairway with your brother and just talking about life and just being there for, for him as he's going through these things. And, um, even more so him being there for me and me being able to see how he relied on God and was so strong for his kids. And, um, just a lot of those moments come to mind of walking down a fairway with my brother, talking about life, praying for him or praying for each other. Um, as you know, the sun's setting and you're just trying to get in as much golf as you can. And, um, so I think those are things that will always be in my mind of not, you know, Hey, I had a hole in one here. Or, I hit this amazing drive or I chipped in here. Or, you know, those are the moments that, that are really why, you know, I love golf, cause getting to spend time with, with the people you love and people that you have same, I guess, you know, values and, and things like that. So those are, that's probably the number one things that comes to mind, but probably not a exact specific moment.
1: Oh, I disagree. You just—I feel like I just walked down the fairway with you and your brother. It was that was awesome, <laughs> man. Because like that's just a—that is it. I mean, I still—I mean, there are moments I can think of in carts or while walking or even in the clubhouse, just talking to people and having these these moments that happen. Of even walking out to drop my car or drop my clubs in the car and then go back in, and as I am out of the car, somebody sees the bag tag or the the club head cover and they say, "What's this RC thing?" I'm like, oh, I'm glad you asked. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah. those are those moments where, again, it had nothing to do with swinging or shooting a low score uh, because, frankly, I don't have any of those. But more importantly, it's <laughs> that, that we have that opportunity to really experience something special because of golf. And it always it typically involves someone else, whether it's us with people in direct contact or it's us in a communal walk with God down a fairway and we get to connect on that piece. So yeah, it's, it's a beautiful story, Shane. I love that.
2: I was going to say, you, you definitely drew me in. I, I I think you might need a Dave Bazin painting of you and your brother walking down one of those fairways. I'm not going to commission him live on a podcast, but, uh,
0: Hey, that, I mean, that might need to happen. That
2: might need to happen. <laughs> <I just laughs> fire.
0: That's
1: pretty awesome. That's a great idea. I love that. Well, Shane, um, man, you've, you have been a breath of fresh air as we've kicked off 2024. Uh, you have set the bar high. Um, I love, I think one of my favorite things is, man, you're just a baby. You're 26 years old, man. You're just living (laughs) life. You're just out here, man, having a great time. And, but it's really cool. You have, you have wisdom and maturity beyond your years is evident. Um, I'm thankful for this conversation we've been able to have together. Um, you know, watching, watching and listening to you. Um, Kind of how you carry yourself, the way that you move is really important to me, to us, uh, to the community, and we're thankful that you are who you are and that you joined us for this, man. So we just appreciate you.
0: Oh, thank you guys. I uh, I'm I feel very grateful to have met all of you guys and to be so quickly and uh, just welcomed into <laughs> to a community of such amazing guys, and you two are at the forefront of that. So. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, and we'll we'll, we'll get to uh, the Kings talk and that on a some kind of like a spinoff episode, or
1: we can get no, into no, some no, deep back, stuff. But... We got a chance. We got a chance right now, Shane. Who are the top three Kings of all time in your opinion? I'll oh, go first. Man. I'll okay. go first. Number okay. one. This is just my. This is Ryan's opinion. Number one okay. is Mitch Richmond. Okay. Number two is Chris Webber. And number three. <laughs> Number three is white chocolate, baby. Let's go. Yes,
2: there it is. Yes.
0: Elbow passes everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh man, I, I yeah. Top three. It's got to be. c web. C webs at the front for me. Yeah. Just you think Sacramento Kings basketball. You think Chris Weber? Yeah. Um, white chocolates too. Just for the for the the wow factor of it. Same thing. You think Sacramento Kings, you think, you think white chocolate elbow pass, you think yeah. all the crazy passes. Um, three, I gotta go Bibby. I mean, those, those series against the Lakers, all that stuff. Um, like you said, there's, I'm number one Kings fan, but I'm also the, I'm also the only one. So I don't I don't wanna make the king I don't make the king's talk go too long here at the end, otherwise
1: people are, are gonna stop us. You gotta
2: own it. I appreciate
1: sure. it. I, outside looking in, we got Sabonis, we've got I believe Olden and probably played for the at some point played yep. for the King. Correct me if I'm wrong, here. with Scott was Scott Pollard
2: out there at one point. Oh, yes. I know Scott yeah. Pollard
1: was out there making moves Oh, yeah. excuses. <laughs> that guy was killing I it. I think he had frosted tips at one point. Exactly. I can yeah. see the jerseys and mean. I can see the hair, exactly. That's <laughs> right, that's good. See, looking at that, who would have thought? That this would have Kings players. Around I mean, Kings players. I got to stand up Rick, for my guys. Rick so. That's right. Hey, it's good. You're, you're living your best life out there right now. So it's good. Yeah. Doing my best. That's awesome. And we will all, Hey, one little plug. Hey, everybody go ahead, go to nba.com vote for Sabonis and Fox to get into the all-star yeah, game. Yeah. James, <laughs> need your votes. He's trying to get his players in. Yeah. It was good. It, it was tonight.
0: And it was good we recorded this tonight and not, not tomorrow when it gets announced, <laughs> just in case they didn't get in that would, that wouldn't be a good, good podcast episode.
2: <laughs> love it. Well, no pressure, it. man, but, uh, fully expect us to be coming your way. Uh, you better be getting ready. The, uh, the chapter should be alive and strong by the time we, we hop out there. Yeah, let's do it. it.
1: Well, Shane, thanks again, man. We appreciate you. Thanks. Talk to. We'll talk to you soon. All
2: okay. right. Man. Bye. Later. All right, guys. Well, that was episode one of season two. Like I said, Young Gun Shane Wood, what a guy, Ryan. I think we've already both joked when we grow up, we want to be Shane Wood.
1: Yeah, I um, mean, he's he's my he's now my mentor. He's my rabbi. We're gonna figure this out. Appreciate you, Shane.
2: Love having him on. Uh, looking to line up a lot a lot of great guests for you guys for the continuation of season two. Uh, Discord's been popping off, Ryan. We talked about mm. it, guys. Keep jumping in there. New chapters continue to pop open. Uh, But also love seeing all the guys in their own respective markets interacting with each other, setting up time to go play. Had an amazing group, like we said, with Shane, played Cabot Citrus Farms recently. Um, So wanting wanting to see that continue. Always follow us on uh, Instagram, restoration underscore club, restorationclub.co. Check out what's going on there, too, guys. We appreciate you listening. We'll be back with more. Until next time, Ryan, keep swinging.
1: Keep swinging.